You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we're building a health and fitness resource by trying to answer a single question every week, just based on what we already know. Or maybe what we think we know. Then we bring in the world's leading expert to tell us what we got right and what we got wrong. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. I think I said it on Twitter that it sucks. A lot of people, I think people are just obviously bored, but also people like like memes. Like we're in the generation of memes. So if this Tiger King guy, I haven't seen any of it. I know nothing besides the pictures I see on the internet. I'm too busy out here creating content for you nerds to watch Tiger King. But yeah, you told me it's very whatever. And then Kyle, who knows my tastes pretty good. He's like, yeah, dude, you probably won't like it. I watched the first third of the first episode and I was like, yeah, yeah. I turned it off, watched something else. Thought, okay, I will give it another shot because because people I people are going nuts. Yeah, people are going nuts, and some people that I know are um, uh, you know making comments about it and whatever. And then so I I've now seen two plus episodes, so yeah. two into the third episode. It's a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah, it's it and it's the some worst people. Like people. That. Some people it's like the that. Worst fucking. There isn't anybody that's like got any redeeming quality to them at all. So it's like fuck. I don't really like that because uh, it's like it's a documentary, right? Yeah, they. I, I was actually just listening to a podcast talking about about the show, but there was another. There was a podcast called Joe Exotic uh, about the same story. Um, oh, previous to the show. Yeah, previous to the show. Yeah, there are more characters in the show, but they shot solidly for five years for this documentary. For series. this documentary, they have so much shit. Yeah, I just—it's just not my style. I think like and and right now there's like good shit out, uh, and obviously that's you know up to you decide what you think good shit is. Uh, but I think Ozark's one of the best shows maybe ever. You just started it, right? No, they I, just on season three. I oh, okay, you started. But I've, I've, I've watched. I think I've watched season one and two twice already uh, over the previous years. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. And yeah, so, see, I, it's a show I should watch, and I haven't, and I'm, I'm sure. I would like it. Yeah, it's like um, it's not, but it's like of the vibe. It's like a Dexter, Breaking Badish okay. vibe, right? Um, I really like it. And then um, I'm a nerd, obviously. So Clone Wars came out with the final season of yeah, uh, Star Wars cartoon. Right. Uh, but like like shit, I'm into rather than watching some meme shit just to waste time. Yeah, just and to I'm be all able to talk about it. But and I'm all for wasting time. But yeah. but the other thing is, which is on topic today, the movie um, platform. Okay. Which I haven't seen. Um, shout out to Prophet Mahomie in Belgium. Said it's amazing. He came out with a very poor description of it and told me, "Bro, it's this, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's prisoners eating each other." I've watched it twice already. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Okay, oh. yeah." And I was like, "All right, that's it's probably just what I'm looking for." Yeah, I said that's probably not my type of movie. Yeah. But then Kyle watched it and explained it to me, and he um, explained it more of kind of it's kind of like the sociology human uh, vibe un- underlying of of this sci fi ish type world. It's like uh-huh. Uh, he said like kind of a, a, a thriller um he said it gets a little dark but he said more so like the, the underlying stories about um how people act you know obviously under stress or something mm-hmm. and it's this prison with layers basically and i haven't seen it yet but um because i only watch tv at, late at night and if it's weird i don't want to watch it at midnight when i'm going to sleep i want to watch it in the middle of the day i, I that's why like i watched clone wars at, <laughs> before i'm going to sleep like what so you gonna, don't have nightmares. I'm right? gonna dream about Yoda. That's yeah. cool. Whatever. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to dream about weird shit. But so I guess it's this layered prison, uh, vertical prison, uh-huh. and the top always it's randomized who gets into what cell, and the top guy starts with a huge plate of food, and then the food goes downwards towards the bottom. Okay. Right, and that's just how they're fed, and then they're stuck there, and that's. The, the the basis of this whole thing, and I guess there's obviously uh, also layers to the to the movie itself, but it's about you know when do you eat, who do you eat, how do you eat, what do you share, do you not share, et cetera, et cetera, um, which takes us to our time now, right? And like how people are acting, how people are like my, the my biggest pet peeve, and it might be there might be a hair of jealousy in it if I'm l- being super self aware because I'm not good. I think I'm okay at marketing, but I'm not good at like virtue signaling or like selling myself. Mm. And in the day and age of Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, these people are so good. They're so good at like virtue signaling. And so like these people out here that are preaching all this stuff and like, and even you and I, we got a discussion on my Instagram 
to a guy who's kind of like ripping us for a way of not being responsible with how we're doing the podcast. And I'll fucking address you, pal. Uh, <laughs> like literally me and Kyle were talking about, I was like, bro, it's been a month and I've seen Connor, Kyle and Jim. Yeah. Like those, I haven't seen my mom. Oh yeah. I, I've only gone to the grocery store once. Yeah. Oh really? The yeah. whole time? The whole time. You getting stuff delivered? Or you... I, I, one week I was getting stuff delivered and then this other week I just stocked up and we stocked up uh, three weeks ago. Okay. So like, like I'm being responsible as I can. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, um, like, like we, what, Jim's wife's a nurse. I walked in the house and she said, Hey, sanitizer right there. I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> you know, like, like right, we're yeah. doing what we can. We're other people on the internet and I'm not going to name names, but you guys can find them out or, or, or virtue signaling this and that about how they're acting and, Oh, do the right thing and social distancing and, Oh, we didn't touch each other, but they're still like having friends over left and right. And yeah. they're showing it on their Instagram like oh, yeah. a week after they're preaching to, to, to self distance or, or social distance. And then, and then on their Instagram, you see it like three days later, they're having like not parties, but people over there seeing different characters mm -hmm. in their life over and over. I'm like, dude, that's the issue there. Mm -hmm. It's not the issue of seeing like one person and it's not the issue of seeing your mom. It's not the issue of going to the grocery store. It's like having a variety. Cause then that variety is going to another variety, mm -hmm. right? It's just so like illogical. But my biggest pet peeve is, is these people trying to virtue signal, uh, and that's their way or, or the, the, the home workout stuff. Like, am I selling a home workout? Yes. But that's because I got a hundred thousand DMs asking me, what should I do at home? And I'm trying right. to give you the optimal way, but it's how you sell it. It's how you market it. I'm not telling you this is going to help your squat. I'm not telling you this is going to get you ripped. I literally saw today on Facebook, someone said, uh, get shredded at home program. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, can you get shredded at home? Like, yeah, I guess. Just don't eat. Yeah. yeah. do it. But this isn't the optimal way to get shredded. And I'm not taking advantage of the situation to sell you this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you came, my audience came to me asking like, Mike, I'm stressing. I'm at home. I can't move. Uh, how am I going to lose my gains? And I'm going to try to give you as optimal as I can right now with no equipment. Rather than all these people taking high advantage of people under stress marketing virtue signaling and and that's what pisses me off number one and i'm no angel it's not like i'm going out there sewing face masks i'm not saying that either but mm -hmm. I, I feel like i'm doing my part to stay moral to myself and what i'm selling in my business and stay moral to myself and the society doing my part of just sitting on my couch yeah and you're also trying to make a you know a, a business survive through a very difficult Oof. time you know for <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, right? yeah, yeah 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 no doubt do i want to make money but i'm just not going to tell you that this is your solve for all your yeah, fitness goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it pays to, um, to a, a little bit undersell and overperform, you know? That's our goal. I mean, literally in our post today, uh, it says, like, we're not going to help you deadlift 600 pounds with this program. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not what we're doing. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's reasonable at all. Yeah, that's one of the things that, that, that definitely bothers me about this whole setup. Another thing that is bugging the shit out of me, and I'm going to say it one time, I'm probably going to put it on my Instagram one time, and then I'm going to stop. But... People keep referring to this as quarantine. It's not quarantine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I probably have been guilty of it too, but I've also had discussions. I was talking to our boy, Simon. Uh, and, uh, and and because there was a real warning of a quarantine in New York, potentially, there was talks of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, like, it, it's okay to go outside. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Staying home is different. You can call it whatever you want. Quarantine is just the easiest thing it to say. It is the easiest so thing to it. say. That's... But I do agree that majority of people probably don't know what that means. Yeah. Quarantine means you're sick or you've been exposed to yeah. someone who's sick. Right. So you're not having any contact right. with anybody. Right. And then it's the, not a medical professional. And That's then the extreme, what quarantine is. The extreme is, yeah, like, you know, martial law and the government's telling us all to stay in and making sure you stay in. Yeah. And it, none of that's happening either. Well, then we, we've got, you know... Arizona, where they won't make a stay-at-home proclamation, nor and they're not the mayors of different cities are not allowed to have those either. That. That's like crazy. Why? Like what? Like literally here, it's like basically a very firm recommendation. That's not in by yeah. Like, but you can leave your house. There's nobody like no. you know out, and and it's not been going. It, it was less this weekend, but the last weekend, man, the the basketball court that's like yeah, one bet. house from my from one house from my house uh there were pickup games yeah. there all freaking weekend there's a guy in in a mustang a red mustang convertible that parks out there like every fucking day yeah and i get it if the court's empty and you want to shoot around by before. yourself yeah yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Right. Uh, I think it was the New York uh, governor, and I, we, we won't get too political because I know there's a lot going on between him and the rest of the world, but he did have a really funny clip where he's freaking out about people playing basketball and he's screaming, and I assume he's an Italian guy, so he's like screaming. Cuomo, I yeah, think yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. He's fucking screaming at people like... Uh, 
You can't play basketball and keep six feet of distance in between each other. And if you do, you fucking suck at basketball. And he's like, he's like freaking out. I was like, yeah, man. Like, I get it. I do get, uh, I'm lucky because I like my house and I like what I do. So I'm not getting like cabin fever to scream. And if I did, I'd just probably go for a walk by myself, which I did the other day. But I understand that a lot of you probably are. A lot of Mm -hmm. you are extroverts and you probably are getting really cabin fever because you're not used to being at home that much where I I am. Um, But there's much other things to do than play a, a contact sport <laughs> yeah and i we had i had just moved um all this stuff home like at the beginning of the month which like i feel like i'm a you know fortune teller yeah. in that regard yeah. that was that was like really well yeah. well timed um because i drove by the other, the other day and there's nobody in that yeah. parking lot because it's it's primarily like lawyers and and um yeah, and therapists and stuff <clears throat> which leads me to having had my first like video yeah. therapy session the yeah. other day and my my guy has a super crappy connection on his side. It dropped out like three times. I kind of felt like I maybe should have gotten a discount yeah, refund. for the amount of time that we were not talking. But, you know, I mean, it's it's not that much stranger than doing it in person, to be honest. Yeah, but I Especially if it's the same therapist you've been with and you kind of know him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think it would be weird to do it with somebody that, that I had never talked to before, especially... Um, you know, face to face with cameras. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's difficult. And, and like you and I said, like why we podcast in person and we, we obviously enjoy in person guests, but it's just too complicated sometimes is like right. the flow is different. That's it why flows. Different. That's why mama's voice went broke trying to travel everywhere because it, it, it the flow, like even in business meetings or podcasts, mm-hmm. I did a couple, a couple weeks ago on Skype. It like, it's just like the, the, the point oh oh five second delay can ruin, uh, when to talk, when to joke, when to not talk. Yeah, because it, it, you can, like, in, in post, you can edit those those out. Sure. But the flow is different for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing I read. We are six feet apart, just so everybody <laughs> was wondering. The uh, other um, data I read, uh, it was like a data survey or something, is uh, in California, I believe, each county by county, what the percentage of, like, traffic or movement has stopped or not stopped. Mm, yeah. Uh, and that was kind of surprising. Yeah, it's, um, like, down 46% or something Total, like but, like, some places are only 20%. Yeah, Sacramento in general is only like forty percent, which kind of surprised me. And it, it doesn't surprise me based on like I'll go out, uh, you know, every third day to go grab a coffee or something mm-hmm. um, to go, you idiots. And uh, <laughs> even though I, I drove by a coffee shop and some dudes are sitting out front, I'm just like, why? Like I get it, I get, it. I get it. I'm human, I get it. Yeah. But I also don't get it. Like just drink that coffee at home or or walk with your roommate. And if it's not your roommate, you probably shouldn't be with them or family. Obviously, mm-hmm. if it's not your family or someone in your house, just it's all right to not see your, you know, your yeah. little buddy Jimmy for a week. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you can FaceTime. I'm calling my. I hate talking on the phone. I'm calling my mom. Like you, you can figure like, out ways. Did you FaceTime mom or just. No, uh, we didn't. I don't even know. I'm not sure she knows how. But we just talked on the phone. I don't know why she didn't FaceTime me. Yeah, we just talked on the phone. But like. Driving around SAC, it feels normal. We could driving over here today, right now. Uh, Except the air is really clear. It's a little clearer. <laughs> yeah, but it, we did have rain, and yeah. it, it's nice. But me and Connor are looking around like, bro, if we didn't listen to the news and didn't know what's going on, like, I would think today's pretty normal. You can tell if you look at the freeways, though. Oh, they're, yeah. They're pretty far down. I don't really go at freeways. And and if you look at some of the normal stores, like uh, on J Street here in Sacramento, is like our main downtown street. Um, there's a lot of like antique stores and like art supply stores and camera stores, shops. Yeah. That looks pretty sad. Um, but they're, they're, there's cars on the street. There's cars driving. There's cars parked. There's people kind of walking around. Yeah. Feels yeah. Nor- and it's a nice day today, so like I understand why people are walking around, but it feels normal-ish. Where um, I think Sonoma County is like 70% down in yeah. movement and travel. It makes yeah. sense. There's less to do out there. but Some of the rural counties, right? there's nothing around, so you have to drive. Right. It's not going to change that Yeah, much. you got to drive five miles to go to a grocery store or whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to get some fucking eggs. To, I don't want to shout out Simon again because I absolutely hate him. But Simon, <laughs> he just won't keep bothered. Did I tell you this last time? No. He won't because you don't know the headlines other states get about your state, right? Because uh-huh. like- he lives in New Mexico. Like New Mexico probably doesn't really care about uh, California's internal issues. Uh-huh. But to get New Mexico residents to read a article about California, it has to be clickbaity. Yeah. And so I think the article he read, I assume, was like California's out of eggs. So he keeps asking me about eggs. And I was like, bro, I don't know about our eggs. Like I'm worried about like <laughs> other things with California in particular, right? Yeah. Like I'm worried about, you know, how many cases in my area and elderly and whatever. I'm reading the, the news news and I'm listening to the governor talk. I don't know about eggs, bro. And he hit me up five days about eggs. I'm like, I don't know. 
then I go to Safeway. I'm trying to get some fucking egg whites, and there's no egg whites. And I'm like, God damn it. So oh, no egg right. whites. There's no eggs either. Oh, no eggs. Uh, there's nothing, nothing. Compton's. Two, I've never been, but we three, keep driving by it. Three blocks from here or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah they, they had eggs the other day. They were all flats, though. What's that mean? The big ones. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, it's like... I don't know, is it 18? Yeah, it's not Something bad. like that? Yeah, I... Uh, they yeah, they had them the other day, but it changes from day to I day. I think so mass-produced eggs are uh, very limited right now. I think it's like organic and, and individual farms you can find, which uh, makes sense for that. We typically store. buy organic, so I don't know. Yeah. Or, or not necessarily organic, but like... Yeah, free-range-ish. Free-range-ish, yeah. Yeah, um, at our regular grocery anyway. store, like our commercial-ish one downtown, there was the whole shelf, the, uh, five shelves were empty. I was like, what the hell's going on? Well, the one that's pissed me off is yeast, because I, 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 like, yeast is gone. And actually, for, like, flour was hard to find, and I yeah. managed to find some at conference the other day. And uh, uh, there's just no yeast anywhere. I ordered some off of Amazon. I'd imagine, just because we're in California and we're pretty, you know, agricultural we might get hit list because I even remember like growing up as a kid and going to Cleveland where my dad's from. And sometimes it would be like you literally can't find strawberries depending on the season. Well, that's never the case here. Like you can find a strawberry. There's a season that tastes better and there's more and whatever. Yeah. But like in the middle of the country, I imagine sometimes you just can't get shit sometimes. Yeah. I think we're we're lucky to be able to get a lot of that kind of pro yeah. fresh produce stuff that other places don't, don't really have access to. We actually went to the farmer's market yesterday. Yeah. And uh, definitely fewer people yeah. there than, than normal, but everybody was maintaining distance and, yeah, figuring you know, out. yeah, my, my, my wife had her, her hand sanitizer anytime she had like took something from someone, just like yeah. put it in the thing and then clean your hands. And I didn't touch anybody or anything. I, yeah. I dragged the wagon around. She's got one of those like expando wagons to yeah, put yeah. all the stuff in and... Uh, it is weird yeah. um, because we don't know the long-term implications of this. Like little things, right? Like it's pretty common, I believe, in Japan, at least big cities, where people do just wear face masks out of being polite, basically. Like that could be the norm here. And I'm not like against it, but like that's a huge, like huge, tiny change. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, uh, <laughs> it makes you specialize in eye acting. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just weird. I don't know, man. I don't know. Or like little things like homeschooling, I think we talked about. There's like jokes or like people talk like well like homeschooling or like internet therapy internet uh -huh. online teaching schools could just disappear and like when you think about budget and you think about some other things like big business wise or big government wise it kind of makes sense mm. you know like one teacher could teach a thousand kids <laughs> via the internet potentially i don't know if the quality would be the same but so my mom just applied for a job and basically what they do is they have one teacher that teaches the masses and then they hire tutors underneath oh. and those tutors um Stream in also, um, but they'll get the kids that just can't pass tests. So this large, it's like college for kids. These kids go in and basically get a lesson to pass a test. And if they don't pass the test, then a tutor will be assigned to kind of get you uh. up to speed, um, which it, obviously I disagree with wholeheartedly. I've talked about multiple times here. Uh, just what I think about the education system as a whole is probably it, it's not talked about at all in the politics because there are bigger issues obviously right now with covid and things there's huger issues but um you know they talk about global warming i'm all for fixing what we can mm -hmm. um there's a lot of issues we have to talk to but education is just never brought up anymore our teachers don't get paid shit we're just getting dumber people are getting more adhd kids are getting less creative kids are getting like zero critical thinking yeah. zero critical thinking and in a time like this is when you need critical thinkers um sure we need some you know obviously scientists doctors etc cetera, etc cetera, but um within each department if you don't have critical thinking on top of just the random textbook knowledge you have we're all fucked yep that's true um you know sam my son sam is a uh he's working on a, a teaching credential so he's got a substitute teach for yeah. a year and that's not none of that's happening right yeah. now he's like like we're gonna work on a bunch of projects around here once um, once I get on the other side of this consulting project that I'm doing right now. Yeah. That's the thing too. I haven't had any time that I was just sitting on my ass completely not doing anything at all, other than a, the couple of hours a day that that I lose to like reading articles yeah. about what the fuck is going on with us. Um, yeah, I haven't really had that. Like, oh fuck, man, I better watch this Tiger King shit because because <laughs> like I just in, in my world I'm taking advantage of it. We're still podcasting, planning yeah. podcasts. Me and Connor are still YouTubing. I'm still Twitch streaming every day. Like, like it's pretty normal for me. I can't lift. Um, yeah. But otherwise, I'm just streaming two more hours than I would. I don't watch TV during the day. Yeah, I don't either. Ever, yeah. except that I made an exception because I watched all of Picard 
on CBS All Access yeah, yeah. because I'm a giant Star Trek nerd, as you might be able to tell by some of the decor. Yeah, some of the decor in here. Anyway, um, and so I would watch that on Thursday mornings because sure. it comes on Thursday, um, and then go on with the rest of my day. But like I, I, you know, with this consulting thing I've got going on, it's it's winding up yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. But I just really haven't had that. Like I don't have anything to do. Plus, um, just put a bunch of work into. Um, uh, getting the website for this show finally ready nice. to launch. Yeah. Um, and we of, have another project that we were trying to move, and now we're <laughs> slowly we're moving. Completely stuck. Yeah, now we're snail moving. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that either. That's um, it's just We just don't know what's going to happen with the economy. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Small so, uh, topic of the day. Topic of the day. Stress, big time stress, how people are interact, which is interesting because we brought it into a sports uh, version on a show last year basically um are you born clutch what does clutch mean yeah. and i think situations like this are very similar um except like in a game situation it kind of like turns to your inner core like are you competitive i think or do you have it now i think it almost turns to uh are you like a if lack of a better word a good human <laughs> right like what and, and then to what extent like um and i'll agree like are there things i could probably do to help this thing like maybe maybe I, maybe i could donate money I don't, I don't really have much money for myself and maybe maybe i'm being selfish and i probably have more money than some people but i am struggling now you know like it, you always weigh these things on yourself but there you know you see these stories online of people at home following the qualifications and making masks for hospitals mm -hmm. and stuff like that and like that's going above and beyond um, which is amazing and then you find people on the other end right like these kids in miami partying and not caring or like making jokes about it and licking toilet seats everywhere like one of those guys got sick. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Or, or like, uh, and then like a whole other part of it that like whether you're ignoring it or not. Um, uh, I think it was a church recently that was still meeting and a choir still meeting. And oh, two it's of still them going ended, on. Yeah. I think two of them ended up dying in this certain choir because they were meeting every single day, practicing their choir or whatever. Point being, uh, we're talking to uh, an addiction specialist, a psychiatrist who understands a lot about humans uh, in multiple areas um, and the psyche of it. And, and, and why, why, why do people do this? Um, is it like entitlement? Do you think, you know, like the world owes you something, so you're going to do whatever the hell you mm -hmm. want to do? Um, you know, there's something, shout out to my, my high school coach, uh, Dean Stark. He just always said, you know, be, be a part of something bigger than yourself. Right. And on a basketball team, that kind of makes sense. Like, all right, I'm going to do these little sacrifices so the team wins. Maybe I'm not the lead scorer. Maybe I'm not the star, but I want the team to win. And I'm going to do, I'm going to sacrifice these little things. Um, and that's so easy to me, I think, because I, I, I always found that if you do those things, you do become the star and I want to be the star. Like, right. like, it, like it's all win for me, like, um, for the basketball heads out there, like taking a charge, like, like for Jordan to play defense, like little things like that go a long way. And that's why Michael Jordan is who he is, where some stars don't see that and they don't want to play defense. They're like, Oh, well they only remember scorers. These are big picture now in this epidemic. But little picture, that's easy for me to do. Uh, big picture, sometimes I just don't know how, whether I'm lazy, whether I'm selfish, or I don't know. I'm thinking about this the way I think about alcohol, like other drugs, steroids even. Yeah. That people people tend to become kind of more of what they were or what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah more, yeah. if you're an asshole, you're more of an asshole. Yeah. I wonder stress. how uh, true that is, like uh, on a psychiatric stuff, because like anecdotally, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have heard that there are studies recently saying that people, when they're drunk, it's not that they're it's not whatever they were holding back that comes out. It's that they literally like think differently. So they're kind of a different person. Yeah. And I believe that. Yeah. But, and, and it's, that's obviously quite unpredictable. Who knows? But yeah, you and I have heard uh, inside, outside that steroids are the same. Like, like, yeah, if you're a raging bitch, you're going to be on drugs and now you're going to punch walls down. Like, yeah, yes. yeah. But if you and don't it, have, if you don't have anger management issues, like they're all escalated. And you've yeah. heard that with like, uh, yeah, other drugs or other alcohols too. I don't know. I don't Paranoia know. is one of those ones that comes out of comes out of weed for some people. Comes, yeah, yeah, definitely comes out of some of the the battery of steroids that are out there. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I've they, heard that. Too. They tend to make people more more paranoid. Some people more paranoid, um, <clears throat> more protective of their whatever it is that they have and partners yeah. and imaginary partners and all yeah, that. Yeah. You know, um, and. I don't know. I, there's no rhyme or reason to it to me. I, I'm a pretty mellow yeah. drunk, so I don't know. Yeah, I am too. I'm not mellow, rowdy, but I'm kind of the same person. I'm just loud. Like me on a lot of caffeine is kind of like me on some whiskey. 
Really? Oh, yeah, yeah kind of. So what you before as we were talking <laughs> earlier, like what, what did you, what did you guys finish? Uh, so we didn't have that much. So it's not okay. like we just got hammered, but yeah. we only. Ha- so I've had like a handle of Crown Royal probably for a year. Oh wow! Okay. Like we will only drink once a month. Yeah. So it just sits there, obviously. Yeah. Um, and we were playing video games. Shout out my homegirl Five by Five. If you guys are into video games, Five by Five. My homegirl Sienna is a beast. She streams all the time. She streams late nights for all the Euro cats. And once a week, her and I have started to play together. Yeah. Um, just super cool chick. Just randomly met her on Twitch. She's from Toronto. Um, and she's kind of quiet. She's like super nice, but kind of quiet. And mm-hmm. me and Kyle come in all drunk on Tuesday. Uh, we just had a couple of whiskey cokes. Uh, but like, but I I gamed for the first, like I felt like a kid. I gamed until like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I haven't done that in like twelve years. We were just having so much fun. Like oh, we're fun. playing new game came out, just jamming out. Um, but just yeah, Crown and Coke, just a simple guy. Yeah, I like I, some red wine, but I, I I don't really like. I don't go to the store to buy these things because I don't drink it often, so I never think about it. Mm, I I went to. Um, total wine the other day because i was actually looking for a cheap bottle of high proof whiskey to use for hand sanitizer because oh didn't thought, yeah yeah thought we were entirely out and it turns yeah. out that like when we dug through the cupboard it's like oh there was some so i don't really yeah, yeah. have to make it at this point yeah but I, that, that's another thing i've seen on instagram shout out to uh homegirl maria who was on the show a while ago she i saw her on her instagram she's making hand sanitizer at home and bring, giving it to some of her nurse friends I was yeah like, that's cool like that's above and beyond in these situations right right or maybe i'm a bum <laughs> i'm just trying to entertain you <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I think we all we all do what we can, I guess, in yeah. a way. Yeah, I don't see, know. that's what I don't know. That's what the show's about. I don't know if people do what they can, and I don't even know if I, I do what I can. That, like, mm-hmm. just briefly before we before we get to our guest, but like, I'm I'm wondering, like, should, everybody is doing more, pushing out more content, and a lot of it's like real yeah. life. Like, should we be doing that? Yeah. Or, or is it is it the space so noisy now that everyone's right. like do people want to hear more from us or is I don't this know. enough or is this yeah i think too that's, much or i think that's what i'm good at that's what people tell me i'm good at yeah so then i do more of it to try to entertain people that are stuck at home sad mm-hmm. but i don't know if yeah should i be spending my time more wisely yeah i don't know should i be doing more air squats <laughs> we're going to try to figure that out as we talk to our very special guest So we have a uh, doctor. We call, call you Doc. Yeah, you can call me whatever you want. It's Doctor Reef Kareem. Doctor cool. Reef Kareem on the line with us. He is a uh, uh, frequent contributor on on television, talking about uh, um, a variety of things. But your background is psychiatry. Yeah. So my background is. Uh, Mental health. So I'm I'm a medical physician, and then I'm double boarded and d- double board certified in psychiatry and addiction medicine, with an emphasis on neuroscience. But more importantly, you're top 100. Oh, here we go. <laughs> man on the planet. I mean, look, school's cool. Helping people. That's all great and dandy. <laughs> podcasting, whatever, is all great. But that's got to be a top accomplishment. That's the only, like, you get a certificate? You get a, a picture? What do you get? You got to get something cool for that. You, um, well, I, I got lots of invites to really good parties in LA. Yeah. That, that, that was the big thing, right? Lots of direct messages uh, from ladies. Yeah, but the universe decided that uh, I would be teased by getting the award but uh then i had it, my appendix rupture the day that it came out no and oh my god i ended up being in the hospital for like nine days that and sucks. i missed every one of those parties that, that i got sucks. invited to which i don't know it's uh it, it was an interesting time in my life life can never be too good <laughs> they always balance you out yeah i kind of feel like i got too excited and the universe is like, yeah, we got to shut this guy down. <laughs> <laughs> ego checks. Yes, we got to do a quick ego check here. <laughs> so uh, we were trying to connect last week, and you were making something of a harrowing journey back to the United States. Oh, man, that was crazy. Um, so I was in Bali uh, before all this craziness hit. Like, as it was hitting, I was in on a vacation, right? Um, and... It was better there than it is here, right? Um, so it was uh, it was great there. Uh, it was it was pretty quiet because it had already hit mm-hmm. China, so nobody was there from China. Right. Nobody was there from you know Australians were had already just left. So when we were there, it was like 
chill. I mean, we had our own pool, we had our own gym, we had there was there was no one around. It was it was a great vacation. But then we heard that uh, flights back were going to be a problem, and the U.S. might start shutting things down. Hong Kong, we had a transit to Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and uh, we heard those flights might shut down. Bali's airport because it, Bali was about three weeks later than us, mm. so it we we felt. Like, okay, it's slowly starting to creep into this country. And the medical in that country is not near as good as the U.S. So we were like, man, if we get it, we want to be in the U.S. We don't want to be here. So we decided, and it was crazy. Our flight was leaving on a Thursday. And I was constantly checking with the embassy and the U.S. embassy and trying to figure out what was going on in Hong Kong. And so I was like, you know, I think we need to leave on Tuesday and not Thursday. And so we changed our flights to Tuesday. We get to the airport and we see the board, you know, like when you look at a monitor and you see all the flights Mm -hmm. and there was a movie that did this. I can't remember what movie it was, but all the flights were like switching to canceled, 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 not operating, canceled, canceled. And there were only two flights that were still operating ours and this one other. And so as we were getting on the plane, they make an announcement that like all the future flights going to Hong Kong were canceled. There would be no more flights at all because Hong Kong was shutting down because Hong Kong was really good about the virus. And then they started to like be lax mm. and say, ah, okay, we can go to movies now. We can, we can go back to work. We can do all that. And then they had a resurgence of the yeah. virus. So they were now shutting everything down. We were the last flight to go there. And then I heard that night, Bali airport shut down and, and they shut out a lot of flights coming in and going out. So we would have been trapped, That's scary. but we were, we were lucky. That's terrible. I have a, we have a friend who is in Vietnam right now. Yeah. He's been there over a year. He's like, I don't know, he's like dive mastering, or at least he was, uh, you know, doing the expat thing. I have no idea. Like, I guess he's okay. Yeah. Uh, last time I heard he had a little bit of a cough, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's going in Vietnam, to be honest with well, you. Well, I have a feeling he's going to be there for quite a while longer. <laughs> yeah, well, he wasn't planning to come home anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. He's uh, escaping America for a lot longer than most people, I guess. Um, yeah, which brings yeah. us to on topic in a way. I've seen uh, multiple people. I'm, I'm, I'd like to justify it and say that I work on social media, but I may be addicted to social media. <laughs> so I've uh, seen a lot of people posting, and I have these people that are around my age. I'm 30, and they're like, yeah, man, super fly- cheap flights on, on tickets right now. I'm going to head to Mexico and, and hop in a resort. Like, perfect time, man. Like, yeah, bro, like, you want to come with me? Like, all right, buddy. Uh, times like this uh, make people tend to, you know, teeter-totter, right? And we were talking earlier, we, we do a segment before we have you on, and and I don't know where I'm on this teeter-totter. I'd like to think I'm a good moral guy, and I'm doing my part to, to kind of sit at home. This is the, the only person, I haven't seen my mom, she lives 15 minutes away, I've only seen Jim here and my two roommates. We're six feet apart. Yeah, the the only person Ish. I've seen in, in I was gonna say that's looking more like five. We're, we're probably like four and a half. Exactly yeah. We're probably yeah. four and a half. I sanitize my entire body on the way in. <laughs> Uh, and, and so I'm doing my part. Am I going above and beyond? Probably not. I'm, I'm, you know, I consider myself a creator and entertainer. And so I'm trying to do my job, not only for my own livelihood, but maybe make some people laugh or learn something out there, um, during these times. And then I'm sitting, literally sitting on my couch. I'm working and that's it. I'm not having left my house for the grocery store and gym and that's it. But these people are running around like crazy. But then the opposite side, there are some people that are doing insane heroic for lack of a better term um our our friends at home and and she owns a small company and and she's using some of her time and resources to make homemade sanitizer hand sanitizer by regulation and hand it out to her nurse friends or um you hear about some people that have seamstress skills and they're doing the best they can to make face masks and and kind of donate those things so so people tend to teeter-totter i don't know if it's good and evil if it's good or bad if it's a good human bad human um what 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 mechanisms make make people act a certain way under these high stress or or crazy moments in life well crisis i mean my background is human behavior and i've worked in the crisis world for a long time i i i worked uh after 9-11 i've worked with people on katrina um i've worked with the opioid epidemic for a long long time and you know what what happens to all of us in crisis is we all have a um 
a certain way of dealing with it. And some people overreact and some people underreact to crisis. But it's not necessarily that they're choosing to act that way. They've been conditioned to act that way. Um, I I don't think that I'd like to think that people aren't just really callous and they're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the beach and completely ignore this. Um, I think they know what's going on. They're choosing to be in denial about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think the other the other phase that comes into this is that we're in, especially in this country, uh, but I think in a lot of countries, we're pleasure seekers and people are very individualistic mm-hmm. and there's a, a strong selfish vibe that many people have. And, uh, and, and I think so for some people, they're reacting because they're in denial. They're like, I don't want to acknowledge the fact that, th- that mortality has come a lot sooner to people than ever before uh and i think there's the denial group i think there's the pleasure seeker group who are just like look i'm in it for me that's what i'm in it for and if i'm 28 and i don't think i can really the worst that's going to happen to me is i'm going to get a little cold then you know what i'm going to i'm in it for me i'm going to do it for me and if i can get cheap flights and you know travel and like hit the beach then i'm going to do it and then i think there's those people that are like catastrophizers yeah. they're people that are overreacting to this and they're constantly in fear they're completely freaking out they're panic stricken and you know, as a neuroscientist, I can tell you it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. But when we're super stressed or when we're panicked, we make very poor decisions and we're on edge. And when we're on edge, A, it's not good for us. But B, we're going to do stupid things because that's just the way our brains work. We're in this fight or flight survival mode and we don't think about the other aspects of our life and we end up paralyzed. We don't do anything with our life. Do you have any experience dealing with um, conspiracy theories and why people believe them? They are fun as shit. Uh, I'm a little guilty over here. I've been <laughs> I've been reading some weird stuff lately. Because my understanding is that that because in extraordinary circumstances that don't make sense, people try to make sense of things mm-hmm. by taking little pieces of evidence all over and trying to just make a stew out of it that that they just want to eat up. Is I guess. <laughs> I'm extend. I'm I'm thinking about food right now, so apparently I'm extending that metaphor into food. Well, we all want to make meaning out of something, and and it depends what your what your stance is in life. If you're super religious, you might try to make meaning uh, in, in some kind of religious context where. You know, God wanted this yeah. for a specific reason because of what people, you know, the way people were living. Right. Um, you you could uh, if if your if your predilection is is political and you're like uh, a, 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 from a global politics perspective, you could say Russia did this or China did mm-hmm. this or, you know, you, you might think that way if you are politically driven and it's more partisan, uh, you know, and what's happening between the Democrats and Republicans, you might be like, sure. yeah, our president really screwed this one up. And your entire focus is on what the government is or isn't doing. Right. So I think people just come from their own vantage point and they try to the big picture is you try to make meaning out of it. And what, what's what's hard for me is that as as a medical person is that, you know, I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to freak out. I'm going to say, okay, we have this threat and it's a threat that's unseen and it's a threat that can affect a lot of people, especially older people and and immunocompromised people. We've seen what it's done in other countries. We have to take it seriously. You know, we we need to follow the protocols that, that other people that are smart infectious disease people are telling us to do who are experts on this and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lose it because of it i'm gonna say this is an opportunity for me to focus on things i haven't in the past and and i'm not gonna get panic stricken i'm gonna practice you know the best hygiene and infectious disease protocols that i can but i'm also gonna look at hey you know, I can clean my house. I can write that book I wanted to write. I can create music. I can do all sorts of stuff that I haven't had the time to do before. And I'm going to try to be as productive as I can while I help other people. And I happen to have a knowledge base in in 
behavioral medicine and and then mind-body connection and in personal development. So I want to go out and do podcasts like this, and I'm writing a manifesto, like a letter to the world about what's going on right now and how to make sense of it. And I think that can be really useful. I think a lot of people can be really useful right now. But unfortunately, I see a lot of people that are fear-stricken or they're um they're using it for their own gain like yeah. uh yeah. you know you, you there's sensationalistic news there's political news there's and it's hard to see what information is correct when that's happening yeah that's exactly what we talked about previous that's my number one pet peeve like i think it's irresponsible and i'm not a big fan of the people going to the beach and jim was saying outside his house there's you know 20 people playing basketball i think that's irresponsible but it doesn't really like piss me off what pisses me off is people like trying to take advantage of the situation um whether it's for monetary gain or, or whatever it might be and and using people's fear to drive their business or to drive whatever mm-hmm. agenda they have going on um I'm, 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 I'd say I'm more similar to you, although I have zero medical background. I have zero background in anything. But I, I see an issue, and then I, I try to think of steps to fix an issue. And maybe that's just because I'm whatever business-minded or I'm you know sports-minded, programming, strength and conditioning. That's my background. And so you have this goal to hit, and how do we do it? And right now the goal is to 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 slow down this virus, right? Um, what, what are some simple steps uh, for people that – or maybe having like cabin fever or the people that are, are, are not totally freaking out um, because that might need your personal one-on-one <laughs> attention for the people totally yeah, right? freaking out. But the people kind of in the middle-ish area that, that are stressed, they're, they're having issues adjusting to this home life. Um, you know, people's routines have been uprooted. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's like the, I think, the day-to-day issue with more people and their stress, right? Like, sure, the virus is affecting many people and we need to try to help that. And my, my, you know, my love and, and, and prayer and positivity go out to those families but the majority of us it's more just our life's kind of been uprooted rather than we're being directly affected by that uh what are some like tips and tricks to maybe kind of to, to i guess calm ourselves or, or to get used to uh life <laughs> life is different right like now. this yeah well i think so that, so there's two categories you could be in for people that are listening or even you guys so the the, the category is are you in a crisis mode right now or are you just homebound and so if you're if you're in a crisis mode and it's because a family member is sick or you have a mental health problem yourself and it's being you're more vulnerable because of that um, or because, you know, I, I, I've talked to a few people that are in recovery, right, from having an addiction and they're closer to relapse now because of this this is a stressor, this whole, this whole thing, the pattern interrupt, um, you know, the, the, uh, uh, of this and being homebound and changing your structure of your life and your schedule, that's more problematic. So some people are more vulnerable. So if you're in a crisis state, then you need to seek out some support and that support can be from friends. It can be from telehealth with professionals. It can be calling a hotline. It could be, um, just getting yourself, in a stable place because I don't want to dismiss like the importance of that. That's incredibly important if you're in a crisis mode. Now, if you're homebound, this is a, a such a great opportunity for you to to be doing so many things that you've ignored in your life, and it, it just it blows me away that. I mean, I could make a list of a hundred things. I'm sure you guys could too, of things that you just blown off. Sure. I'm like, oh, I didn't clean my closet. I, I have it. I wanted to write that that screenplay. I wanted to write that book. I wanted to organize my computer. I wanted to delete a bunch of emails. I wanted to, you know, spend more time with my girlfriend who doesn't have the virus. I want to. Um, I want to get on my network of people that I haven't reached out to a lot of close friends there or friends that I haven't talked to in ages. And I want to talk to them. I mean, there's a million things you could be doing right now in your life, but I, I feel like there's so many people that they can't handle the pattern interrupt. The fact that they have a schedule and that schedule has been interrupted and now they they're they're not ready to make a new schedule for themselves because that's how you have to view this you have to say okay there's no one else that's giving me my schedule i don't have a boss telling me to come to work at a certain time i don't have things i absolutely mandatory have to do so 
I need to create my own schedule. I need to create my own life. I need to empower myself to to and motivate myself and be curious myself to go do some things that are good for me that I want to do in my life. It could be physical fitness. It could be mental fitness. And I feel like those people that are just bored at home or those people that aren't doing anything and are just sitting around, they don't have that inner strength. They don't have that mental fitness. They don't have that mental strength to be able to make their life better. Because the reality is it could be three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, whenever this thing really passes, um, you can be a better person for having this time or you could be a worse person for having this time. (laughs) But this thing is going to pass and it's up to you to decide what kind of person you want to be. It's it's crazy. It just dawned on me. I'm a college dropout. Probably stopped going to school full time when I was like 19, half time when I was like 20, 21. But for many people, I'd assume they've never had to make their own schedule. Yeah. When you're an infant, yeah. mama's doing everything, you know, junior high, high school, easy. College, yeah, you have to choose your classes so they don't overlap. Not that complicated. Yeah. Otherwise, you got the schedule made for you. And then you're going nine to five. You're yeah. literally going nine to five. Um, and then so you're right. Like this literally is brand new world for some people where Jim and I have kind of worked for ourselves for a very long time. Yeah. And, and so it's it's. Uh, I, I did take, I'm, I'm, I'll am i fully admit, I took about four days where I just ate frozen pizza and played video games. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is weird. Like, I can't go to the gym. I can't film my normal YouTube content. Like, I'm a little stuck here. And then I was like, all right, this is going to be a little longer than I thought. Probably time to build a new schedule. And then I just built a brand new schedule. Like, yeah, but, yeah. but that's new. I do that every six months probably anyways as new projects yeah. or new things happen. So it's not that foreign to me. But, but I could see for some people that just... Yeah, absolutely driving them to you know people shown here in, you know, on the news every day that the the biggest lines here in, in, in we're in california are the marijuana uh distributions yeah, in, the, yeah. in the alcohol stores yeah and i'm like i get it like i want a little glass of whiskey tonight too because i'm a little stressed <laughs> but it, like if that's like your go-to under these times where that's an issue that's a whole like the, the ripples i've said this from day one and I'm I'm a dummy, but I knew from day one like the virus is an issue, but the ripples from this whole thing, obviously economically, everyone's talking about, but things you're bringing up, the addiction stuff, the stressor stuff, like I think that's going to hit us a lot harder than people are, are expecting here. Yeah, and when when you have a crisis, the first thing that happens is safety. That's like stage one, right? It's like it, whether it's Katrina, nine eleven, or 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 this. Um, am I safe? Am I in a safe place? Am I okay? Do I have this virus? Um, did I spread it to somebody? It's the stressor of safety. After that diminishes, or or at least you're in a safe place, then it's the mental health stuff that kicks in. And it's like, in this case, it's, well, what do I do? What do I do in my life? Well, how am I going to make money? Well, is this thing ever going to end? Mm. Um I'm kind of lonely. What's what's up with that? Like, I have to create my own schedule. What's up with that? I'm bored. What's up with that? And, you know, and, and the other thing that I, a lot of people aren't talking about is escapism. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people escape on a regular basis. You escape through sports, which are not there. You escape yeah. through bars, which are not there. Yeah. You escape by by sex, which yeah. is a little harder to do right now. <laughs> you you escape through dating yeah. um, by picking up guys, picking up women, women being desirable and attractive to guys or picking up guys. You know, wh- there are many, many ways that people escape and we don't have those. Yeah. So that's why you're seeing these big lines in front of wheat dispensaries and people are, you know, I have a friend, he's, he's putting out He's not a close friend, but he's <laughs> associate. Out, we call him associates yeah. around here. We don't have yeah. a lot of friends. Yeah, he, he's putting out like drunken videos because he misses sports. He's a sports <laughs> junkie, and he misses sports so bad that he's alone at home. He doesn't know what to do, yeah. so he's drinking like Jack and Cokes or Jim Beam every night. <laughs> and then when he's drunk enough, he's putting out videos. And they're ridiculous. They're kind of funny, but they're ridiculous. And then he literally spends his entire day getting ready for this video he's going to do at night and when he starts drinking. And that's his entire life. And he, he even admits, he's like, you know, when the time I'm, when this is over and I'm done with all this, I'm probably going to be like, my liver's going to be shot. I'm going to be <laughs> overweight. 
and I'm going to be a drunk, but at least I got through this. And I'm like, you know, there's so many other things you could be doing besides that. Yeah. And he's like, well, you got to teach me, man, because <laughs> I, this is all I know how to do right now. Yeah, I think I'm going to be sober and still get through this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think that a lot of people too are who are suddenly working at home, uh, like literally, like they normally they go to an office and now they're at home and they don't have to get dressed by a particular time and they just don't have again they don't have the same schedule but they also don't have exactly the same financial concerns as the people who can't work at all yeah. and um, I you know I I want to tell those people at least you have still have an income. Yeah. 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 And and maybe dwell on that and not the fact that you don't get a morning coffee break at the at the muffin place you want to go Free to crackers. or you're not actually interacting with um coworkers. You know, we, I mean, like Mike and I have been coworkers for a long time, but we we don't have a lot of coworkers that no. we interact with. Yeah, and it's through text. Yeah. Like I, I again, like I'm I'm I I look at the positive like Man, I'm kind of a loner anyways. Like, this is kind of my life. Like, if this isn't affecting me uh, uh, mentally as hard as other people, like, I get it. Yeah. And we talked about that, I think, last podcast, too. Like, I get it. Now, people are probably very, like, they literally feed off human interaction, and I don't. So, I can't relate to that because I'm, you give me a little video games at night. I text my friends during the day. I'm good socially. I don't need this social stuff to really stimulate me or make me happy. But there's a lot of people that need that 10 o'clock coffee break to say what's up to, to Timmy over there. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have that, they're freaking that the, the hell mm -hmm. out. I've seen people say that they're changing from their daytime pajamas to their nighttime pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. But I mean, I don't, I, it just hasn't been that much different for me other same, than just same. like, you know, I'm not, not, I'm going to the store a yeah. couple times a week and, and interacting with people there. My um, in-laws live five minutes away and we haven't like been under one roof in two weeks yeah. um, for sure. We talked to them on the street yesterday, you know, we, <laughs> megaphones. Like, yeah. We, we, we went to the, um, to the farmer's market, which it, it, there was a lot of social distancing going on at the farmer's market, believe it or not, you know, not a whole lot of people there, but we got strawberries. We dropped them off. Like, you know, and, mm -hmm. and checked on them and that's all we can really do and that the first couple of weeks first week or so they were having a really difficult problem my mother-in-law is 81 and she's a, a nurse has been a nurse her whole life and she she was running until until a couple of weeks ago until the uh till the primary here in california she was running um voter registration for the league of women voters for this entire county and she's 81 and so she just has a motor she just can't she had a, a lot of trouble slowing down until she finally got scared, I think, about yeah. um, about interacting with people. Because she, she's like, I kind of want to go to the store, want to do this, whatever. It's like, nope, it's Instant Cart now, although I think they're on strike. But, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. It's, it's sort of, over time, it kind of dawned on her. And I, I just kind of wonder, like, we're definitely down like this for another month. Like, is it going to change more over time? Are people going to... Some people are going to see the light and other people are going to jump out a window. I mean, yeah, I mean, as I said, like, I think some people, everybody's on their own trajectory and some people are in that safety mode for a long time and some of them are just in it for a little bit. Then it's going to move to mental health issues and you're going to start seeing that happening more and more as the, as people start getting more stable from the safety perspective. And then the longer this goes, I mean, the majority of people I've talked to, they're able to hold on financially for a couple of months, right? Like the average person may, I mean, look, everybody's different, but the average person might have like savings for a couple months stored up. But then if this thing keeps going longer, you know, then let's say June, July, August, it's going to be a huge financial problem yeah. for people too. So it, it's not just going to be, and that's going to contribute to the mental health issues as well, that they're going to start freaking out about their finances. Cause right now, look, it's, it's really scary for people, but for those people that are chill at home, you know, they're, they're probably chill because they're like, Oh, I haven't had to work for a month. Okay, cool. You know, I can like hang out in my pajamas and play video games, but at some point they're going to need the money. And yeah. that's when even the chill people are going to freak out. Uh, going back to like escapism or, or carpet, uh, I can, why can't I say that word? I've, I've swear I've stumbled on this Com word. Compartmentalization. That one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there, is there, you know, I've been in therapy basically my whole life as a kid, the little break in high school and then back out as an adult. Um, 
is is there a healthy time and is there a you know a, a benefit to that in some times like this for maybe the people that are, are in the gray area that aren't in in full crisis mode because uh, in my head like even little things i've noticed i'm i'm just like so freaking critical of myself looking in a mirror not not a physical mirror but a hypothetical mirror all day long and how i act i'm like all right i'm checking my bank account like like way less than than I normally do because I know things are going to be rough right now and I don't even want to see that number like I'm making sure I have enough once a week instead of like you know instead of budgeting every three days or four days I'm looking at the bank account every other week because I don't want to see this mess oh yeah and investments just don't look at those yeah yeah you're not looking at at your stocks as much you maybe don't want to see maybe maybe you used to watch the news every single night and now you just want to watch it once every other night is there some healthy stuff or again like the video games like uh, I stream for a living so again I self justify it by making money off of it but I'm playing I used to stream for four hours a day to, to uh, people live stream on the internet. Now I'm playing like six or seven and for 100% I know like part of that is I just don't want to deal with this mess of the world and it's the only job I can do right now at home. I can't go to the gym and film content, right? For me more specifically. So I hop into that. But for the normal person, is there a time um, where, you know, a little whiskey might be okay or a little video games might be okay, a little extra uh, something, something? Uh, define the something something <laughs> i guess the whiskey or the video games something something is there but so another thing that i, t- I talk to people about is uh stimuli filtering and so, so when i say stimuli that could be any kind of in any kind of external stimuli that's coming into your head right so that could be cnn it could be fox it could be news it could be your neighbor you know, thinking that playing REM songs, like the the end of the world as we know it. And like, like just, just people, it it could be bank accounts. It could be stocks. It could be um, just people's fear for toilet paper in the grocery store. It could be, you have, you have full control. Like as a, you have a mind gatekeeper, you can be the gatekeeper of your own mind and decide what stimuli am I going to let in my mind and what stimuli am I going to keep out? And so I tell people spend, you know, if you need to look at the news, no more than 15 minutes and a certain time every single day if it's in the morning if it's in the afternoon if it's at night whatever it is that's the time for 15 minutes you get your little taste of what's going on with the news voyeuristically and that's it and if there's something that that you know is applicable to to you while you're at home because the government is telling you this the state's telling you this the feds are telling you this cool follow it do your thing but you have to protect what information is coming in because let's be real some of that information is legit some of it is sensationalistic some of it is people trying to make money off of this crisis Mm -hmm. it's not all good and you need to protect yourself then as far as um that concept of escapism i think there's healthy escapism and then there's unhealthy escapism right escapism of playing some video games here and there as long as it's not all day um, escapism where you're you're doing some other stuff that you want to do. You're cleaning your house, you're organizing your life, and then you're spending a little time watching movies or you're spending a little time um, doing something else that you love or having a drink at night or something before you go to sleep. That's totally fine. But if you're my friend who's sitting there getting hammered all day long so that he can shoot a video at night. Sorry, I'm just going to keep ragging on my friend. <laughs> Um, but but yeah. it, like there's there's healthy things you can do during this time period, and it's like it, it, this is not spring break, right? Yeah. Like it, it, this is not a week off right. to just party because you're at home. This is an extended period of time. So you know if you did the first week like spring break, and now you got to take things a little more seriously. You can't just party this an entire time because your boss isn't regulating what you're doing right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that seems like a really good spot to, a uh, good bit of advice to wrap this up with. Where can people find you? So um, my website is uh, is reefkareem.com, R-E-E-F-K-A-R-I-M.com. And also, um, I'm writing a manifesto, like a letter to the world about the state that the world is in right now. I, I don't think we're just in this pandemic of a virus. I think we're in this pandemic of fear. Yeah. And I think uh, there's a lot we can learn how we can be better people because of this 
can, you know, the state that we're in. And so I give people advice in this manifesto, and that's going to be at themindismedicine.com. Uh, and that's going to be coming out soon, so you can look out for that. Because I'm a big believer that, you know, most of what we can do in life and most of how we save ourselves in life comes from our mind. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily come from a pill. It doesn't come from, like following a guru it comes from our own mind and we can be guided and get advice but uh ultimately it's us we're the gatekeepers we decide awesome thank you so much for being on with us yeah we appreciate it no problem thank you guys thanks mike uh ladies and gentlemen be sure to give this thing a rating and review new podcast every single wednesday uh i'm silent mike 2k's instagram twitter twitch youtube I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias, and you can find the show on Instagram. Fifty percent facts, four percent is a word, and the uh, website is coming probably this week. Finally, oh. after all this time, I got a little time on my hands, kind of. So, 